And now, a message from David Balling. You say you don't have proof for God? You say you don't believe in God because you can't see Him? Well, can you see the air? You can feel it. You can see it move the trees. But you can't see it. Look around you. Look at the trees. Look at the ocean. Look at the fish in the ocean. Look at your neighbor's dog. Look at this baby. Look at this bowl of cereal. Look at this photograph. You see, God is everywhere. And everything is God. God loves you so much that He sent His only Son to die for you. And came back after the weekend, but He still suffered and died for you. And you should feel ashamed for the piece of filth that you are because you're worthless without Jesus. And you're everything with Jesus. And if you buy my t-shirts, you can help me travel to other countries to make sure little kids who live in poverty pray before they eat. And it doesn't matter if they don't have anything to eat, for God will provide for them and His word is food for the soul. I promise to donate 2.5% of the sales to a reputable charity that feeds poor brown kids. And if you don't do this, you literally hate babies. God bless you. Welcome back to another garbage episode of the Bird and Eden podcast. I'm Mel, your favorite big titty heathen. And I'm Bath, your suave, smooth, no titty Satanist. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> speaking of titties, so Bath, uh, did you do anything for Valentine's Day? Actually, I spent time with the love of my life. <gasps> what? Oh my god, I didn't know. Yep, the night ended with me putting it in my mouth. <gasps> it was so good, dripping with juices. Oh, go on. Yeah, I ran my tongue down the center, making sure it hit every spot. Ooh, what a lucky lady. Ooh. Lady? What lady? I was talking about my dinner. I made tacos. Tacos <sighs> are the love of my life. God damn it. Well, now that we're both moist and dripping, I guess it's time to uh, introduce our guest for this episode. Please welcome okay. Evil's Frame from TikTok. Welcome, Eve. I was not ready for that intro. That was incredible. Was, she's now regretting it. She's uh, like, so speak. fuck. No, no, no. Now I know. Like, we can hang. Oh, yeah. Like, no. She's like, I am not telling anybody about this podcast. <laughs> This, you guys. <laughs> it's like, who are you again? What? <laughs> oh my god! Well, how are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to to chat. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, heck yeah. We're excited to hear your story for sure. Fuck yeah! But first, <laughs> per tradition, we would love the guests to read the Bible verse of the day. And what do you have for us today? I have First Peter three three, um, and I do want to. Oh, yeah. I have to dedicate this verse. Uh, I hope that's allowed to yeah, Christian mm-hmm. influencers um, on TikTok. Mm. So this <laughs> one, it goes: Your beauty should not come from outward adornments such as elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold jewelry or fine clothes. 
<laughs> oh, amen. 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 Yeah. Are you saying that people are supposed to be humble and not pretentious and <laughs> not flaunt and, you know? I mean, isn't that what you think of when you think of the Christian influencers on TikTok? Yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> and is the reverse where you like like to lose all your possessions, like donate it and just live, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jesus wants you to do that. Yeah. yeah. But no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I think fuck that shit. I'm all about possessions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. How many shoes do you have, Beth? Like several. <laughs> God damn it. Well, thank you for that. That was an amazing verse. Christians. <laughs> um so yeah so um would you like to tell us a little bit about your religious background and how you got to where you are today yeah sure i'll try to keep it short um no 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 no. (laughs) take as long as you want (laughs) i mean even if i'll keep it short it probably will take a long time so uh, <laughs> I I grew up in an evangelical, charismatic, non-denominational church. Um, you know, sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. And uh, my parents were pastors of said church. Oh um, shit! Yeah, and they are now prominent evangelical ministers. They have like a large ministry. My siblings oh, work full time for their ministry. Their spouses work full time for this ministry. Um, it is a whole thing. So I came from like, when I tell you I was an evangelical Christian, I was, I was truly deep in it. (laughs) Yes. Um, so that's, that's my background. My, you know, and my grandparents, they were missionaries in Peru. My dad grew up there, lived there. I'm from Peru. No way. I, I actually thought about asking that because I felt like I was getting some Peruvian vibes. Um, I was like, no, I just assume that. Um, I do spit like a llama when I talk, so you yeah, can yeah, tell he, from that. He, he does, he does. Uh, yeah, no, my yeah, my parents, so my my grandparents, you know, I would go back there to visit them and stuff growing up. So I did grow up at least traveling, and I feel like that set the smallest amount of like a little bit of a larger worldview than I would have had, you know, growing up in the church. And I was also homeschooled. All the way up until I went oh, to college. Shit. Yeah. So uh-huh. that was a shock going to college and, <laughs> and like, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, from there, my deconstruction process, which I guess is what we're calling it now, where you just like start questioning things, mm-hmm. um, started in my early 20s. Basically, when I was going to college, uh, I realized I was wrong about so many things. And so I started progressing my political views, um, you know, just the way I saw the world in general. And um, it snowballed Mm. from there. (laughs) And and I also, I got married really young at 19. Um, Oh, wow. Oh, shit. Yeah. I grew up in the whole purity culture thing. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Josh Harris. With who? Joshua Harris. He wrote the book, I Kiss Dating Goodbye. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, so this is a very oh like important evangelical thing for you guys to know about. <laughs> yes, yeah, for um, sure. But Josh Harris, Do tell. Yeah, he wrote this book called I Kiss Dating Goodbye that was a huge deal um, in the like early 2000s, I guess we'll say. Um, and it was literally about how you don't get married, you just court people. So you, um, oh. you meet someone and then you decide like if they're marriage potential or not, and then that's it. You're like together and you plan to get married 
Um, and usually, the fuck? oh yeah, usually your parents are involved. It's literally an arranged marriage. So, <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna say it sounds kind of like yeah, arranged marriage. <sighs> totally. And you're not prepared at all. And they try to get you to get married really early because they know that you have sexual urges and you're not supposed to do anything before you get married. Like I didn't hold hands. Well, we did when we dated, but, and that was matter of holding. That was, we don't want to do that. We kissed when we got engaged and my mom was like, (gasps) you guys. (laughs) So, Oh my God. That is how I grew up. Um, And so through that, he ended up, you know, I don't want to talk about him because that's his own story that if he ever wants to tell someday he can, but he had his own struggles and issues that I was not prepared to handle, nor was he. And I fully blame purity culture, the church, all of that. It was a very toxic marriage. Um, So we divorced. Fuck. Yeah. 20 years old, I was divorced. And um, wait, so you lasted a whole, just a year? Yeah, barely even. Oh, uh uh-huh. Gotcha. Yeah, it was, it was wild. But my family, um, you know, they handled it best they could, but it was still like clearly, I I watched other people like have divorces, obviously older than me. And I'm like, wow, your family handled that. Like it was a normal, like, oh, that sucks. But like, that's part of life. And my, like my family and the church handled it. Like, how will we ever recover from this? (laughs) What? Between that and going to college. It's about how they will recover. Yeah. And especially the church, you know, my family really tried their hardest. I think it was shocking for them, but, um, but the church handled it. They had a prayer session for my ex, um, where they had him come to church and they all prayed for him. Meanwhile, I didn't even have a place to stay. So I was staying on my like high school friend's couch. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. The church that I grew up in, like everyone had known me since I was a little girl and I led worship there and all this stuff. So between that, you know, obviously that caused me to have to take a look at like the hypocrisy going on. And I was like, wow, this is not what I thought church and Christians were supposed to be. And then, you know, a new worldview progressing my belief. And I, I was that person that was like, I am not going to leave uh, leave God. I'm not going to abandon my belief in God. I'm just going to leave Christians and church because like, screw them. (laughs) Uh And then I, you know, I like tried to pursue God and uh, long story short, you know, got silence on the other end. Um, I, uh. I spent five years really like truly pursuing God who I believed to be God, like this biblical God and Jesus and all of that. And, and there was nothing. Right. And, um, uh, I ended up, I was at the time when I finally came to my, the conclusion where I was like, okay, what the fuck am I doing? Like the, how much time do you give a God? It's been 25 years of my life. Um, I was like, anytime now. Right. <laughs> yes. Like how much, you know, wh- how much of this do I do? And, um, I was at Bethel supernatural school of ministry, <laughs> which Wait, is, what? <laughs> what is that? Shut the fuck up. What? <laughs> um, it's called BSSM for short, just to make it <laughs> BS for short. <laughs> yeah. And it is, so there's a, there's a church out in Redding, California called Bethel and, um, they have a school of ministry and Bethel is where like Jesus culture and, uh, Sean Foyt, I don't know if you guys are familiar with him, like all of that, all of the weirdest, um, evangelical stuff comes out of there basically. Okay. What is Jesus culture? Hold on a second. I need to worship. Yeah. It's a worship team type situation, not a worship team, but it's like, a it's a, 
I don't even know what you call it. A cult, a Jesus cult. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it's a great what the fuck? Song right so yeah, all worship came out of that. Like all the top worship songs that are played in church right now, like all the hill song stuff uh, or whatever. Um, I was a worship leader there, and I was like, I literally woke up one morning. I was like, I'm a fucking atheist. <laughs> I don't believe. <laughs> no way. I finally came. I was like, I've been reading, studying the Bible. I have been studying other religions. I've been studying science now, which I was never taught properly during Christian school. Big surprise. Um, and I was like, I woke up one morning. I was like, I don't believe there's a God. Uh, I gave this God plenty of chances. Like, strike me down dead now if you want. And um, <laughs> nothing happened. So I literally packed a suitcase um, and I got a one-way flight to the other side of the country and I left and I've been an atheist. Wow. That was about five or six years ago now. <laughs> okay. Holy crap. <laughs> so anyway, sorry. That was my shortened version. I'm so no. sorry. <laughs> that was. <laughs> That's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, she packed her bag first and then unpacked Shut the things. Fuck up. <laughs> I hate, I hate him. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! God so, damn it! So, you said that your your mom and dad are pastors. Yes, they are. Well, now they're they don't pastor a church anymore. Now they're just like ah. ministers. I don't know what you call it. They go speak at lots of different places, and they write books, and you know, put out. Oh, they put out content. Okay. All right. How, how did they take your your waking up and I'm an atheist, <laughs> you know, thing? <laughs> Um, you know, they have taken that part a lot better than my political views. They oh. are really into QAnon and oh no, shut up! Oh, yeah, it's like real bad. So uh. that you know, we that's the problem, and that's why I've had to set so many boundaries. Because I actually I hear a lot of people's stories of deconversion, and their families have treated them horribly and abandoned them, and all this. And I will say, my family is not like that. They are kind, loving, amazing mm-hmm. people. However, their worldview, when seen through like the QAnon lens, we have nothing in common. Um, Yikes. So because of that, you know, I am very limited contact with a lot of them. I mean, one of my sisters is in Turning Point USA, like she's one of their ambassadors or whatever. Um, You know, we just have extremely opposing values at this point. Yeah. That's got to be rough. (sighs) To be yeah. basically the, the the black sheep. Like, are are you the only atheist in your family? <laughs> as far as I know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, my sisters work for my parents full time, right. um, and so do their spouses and all that. So, and as far as I'm, wow. I'm the only atheist out of like forty cousins and like ten aunts oh, and uncles shit. and stuff. So, oh, wow. Yes, truly, truly. Damn. Different than the rest. Um. So yeah, it's been it's been wild. So what has been the, the biggest struggle for you so far? Hmm. That's a good question. You know, I think because I grew up so close to my family. I mean, I was homeschooled. I, you know, my parents were the pastors and we all per- participated in church stuff together and went on lots of trips together. You kind of, I mean, it is like a little family cult. Um, mm, and nice. because my family is so great in so many ways, they're really significantly less dysfunctional than a lot of like average families, um, just emotionally intelligent and stuff like that. So it was really hard to realize that I still was going to have to set boundaries, that I still 
was going to have nothing in common and like couldn't talk to them about some of the things that make me most passionate or excited about life. Um, Right. So yeah, having to come to those terms and not having anything like really traumatic and tragic happen, not that I would want that, but you know, that would have made it cool. I'll cut you off because you're an absolute asshole to me. It's like, no, like this, this sucks because we have, you know, our values are so different. And, and especially during Trump's presidency, the rhetoric that they were perpetuating in their ministry was so awful. Like, Gross. yeah, it was just, and it was so weird to look and be like, are those my parents? Cause they actually used to be very progressive um, before Trump. Mm. It was really weird. They literally took a hard right turn, <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was wow. weird to look at that and just, be like, those are the people that I love and know, and I know their hearts, and yet this is awful and and not. I mean, and, and when you said you said political, uh, you know, views, but I I don't think this is really political. You know, it comes down to basic yeah. human empathy. It comes down to values. It comes down to simple fundamental things. Totally, you know, it's not yeah. just political views uh when it comes to trumpism yeah uh <laughs> absolutely I, I, like I, I wonder what the switch was with your parents like what was like oh my god yes i love this guy like we need to like change everything <laughs> you know that we believe yeah yeah because they originally didn't um in the very beginning i really do think it was the whole QAnon conspiracy theory stuff i think uh, somebody got in there and like told them about that wow. i i think the thing about evangelical Christianity is it primes your brain for conspiracy. I mean, you are yeah. yes. up, I yes. believing that spiritual warfare was <laughs> happening all the time all around me. So now you're giving these evangelicals like this story about children living underground and Trump is going to save them. And all they have to do is just like sit on their keyboards on the Internet, you know, for the you know far right, so I think uh, I think that's what happened. Damn, that's Trump fuck? ruined everything. Like we're really it's gonna did. take a long, long time to recover from his presidency. Uh, absolutely, yeah. I, I think that's triggered, um, you know, deconstruction, deconversion for so many people. So that is the one thing I will thank him for. Is it caused so many people to have to start thinking more critically? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. So in. Re- Regarding your deconstruction, um, I know you kind of went over in in a quick way, uh, <laughs> but uh, I would like to hear a little more detail on your deconstruction yeah. process. Um, what were some of the major things that I guess raised red flags for you that made you question things, made you look at your beliefs from a different standpoint, and that caused you to eventually end up where you know where you're at right now? Hmm. Yeah. So. You were talking about purity culture, right? Mm, like that was one yes. of the totally. was that one of the things that caused the deconstruction? A little bit. I I kind of I think oh. my deconstruction was a slow burn. My deconversion was like overnight, but my deconstruction <laughs> was definitely yeah. over. Yeah, because I literally I woke up and I was like, well, I don't believe in God anymore, so I'm not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I started just like slowly. I think it was little things here and there that I started realizing I couldn't. I don't know that I, I mean, I know I didn't think of it as deconstruction then. I just would think like, wow, this thing that I'm practicing in Christianity is not matching my personal value. I guess I need to mm-hmm. shift how I practice Christianity. Um, oh, okay. So, you know, where I went from being like super 
when I was 18, I was very pro-life. And then I had friends that needed abortions and like I had to put myself in their shoes and like start understanding stuff like that. So you just, you know, your worldview shifts. And I was like, wait, maybe, maybe this whole like pro-life thing isn't actually very pro-life. And, um, it's just, you know, something they pick to be passionate about because it doesn't require anything of them. Um, they're not the ones that have to deal with the aftermath of everything that, that a woman in that position faces. Um, so little things like that um, started shifting my views. And I remember um, the Ferguson protests. Um, mm-hmm. And when that mm-hmm. happened, I remember talking to my dad even and being like, well, wow, this is so awful. You know, people are like burning their own city. And my dad, who this was before Trump, um, was very progressive at the time. And he said, no, like this is I would do the same thing if my voice was not being heard, if if. Mm-hmm. If people that look like me were being killed on the streets just because they look like me by cops, like I would absolutely be doing this. And that really, I was like, oh shit, duh, that makes so much sense. Like I was starting to realize like the racist parts of me, the sexist parts of me, all this stuff that I think evangelical culture, not my parents, but just the culture I was growing up in had taught me. Um, And having to um, try to rationalize that with what I was believing about Christianity and all this stuff. So I had to shift a lot. And eventually I got to the point where I was like, cool. So I've basically like completely started practicing Christianity in a way that does not line up with the Bible at all. (laughs) So then I go figure. Right. right. I was like, I am now more kind and loving than the God in this Bible that I'm studying right now. So that leads me to believe that if there is a God, I need to like figure out who this is so that's when i i was like let me lock myself in my closet let me pursue god let me be like mm. please show yourself to me you know that was my like time of trying to figure out like art do you even exist um mm-hmm. and that's that's when i was met with the silence and i um, yeah yep i realized all the times i had lied to myself like gaslit myself into thinking that god was there when it was like me <laughs> being there for myself <laughs> Or somebody else being there for me and me crediting God for it. And I had no reason to believe. And what was really cool is I feel like I had been so angry at God during a lot of those like difficult times in my life. And then once I realized like, hey, there isn't a God, (laughs) a lot of that anger (laughs) melted away because there wasn't, you know, shitty stuff just happened. And I didn't have to blame it on everyone um, because it just had, that's just like part of the human experience, you know? Right. I really like how you say that you started uh, basically empathizing with other views, and mm-hmm. that's really what caused you to shift. That kind of speaks loud, uh, speaks about Christianity, how they lack empathy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's like you were saying, you know, I had a friend who needed an abortion. Well, you're empathizing with their views. Right. You're empathizing with a group of people who feel a certain way, and you, you as a human are shifting your own mm. point of view um, even though it didn't align with the, you know, the belief system that you had before. So that kind of tells you, right? Christianity doesn't really teach you empathy. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I think it has you like turn it off so many times because if you don't, yeah. then you're not going to practice your faith biblically. Uh-huh. <laughs> or, or you're going to start questioning exactly. stuff and they don't yeah. have questions, you know? No. Oh, no. Uh, not at all. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sin. 
they, they like the kind of questions where they can just be like, well, that's when faith comes in. But as soon as you start right. questioning that, then it's you're being like rebellious or like you're uh, as people. This is the, the thing that goes around in the Christian circle that I used to be a part of is that I am now under the influence of witchcraft and demons. Oh. Um, so nice. I love it. I've warned you guys about that before this interview, I guess, but that is why I am the way that I am, apparently. <laughs> Obviously, God. That's okay. I'm still sending you 20 bucks, so it'll be fine. <laughs> I did hear that Jim <sighs> got 20 bucks. Actually, didn't you guys say? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah, so we have to up our game. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> Just squeezing this out, man. I did my homework, guys. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I love that. <laughs> Good callback. <laughs> um, so I love your uh handle on TikTok. Eve was framed. Do you wanna like tell us how you came to that and do you think Eve was framed? Uh hmm. um, so the absolute honest answer as to how I came up with that is I had been very vocal on Facebook about, you know, my deconstruction and deconversion and all of that. And um, my parents' ministry is pretty big on Facebook. And so people were taking what I was posting and then commenting it on my parents' posts. Oh, God. <laughs> they were like, look what they're talking <laughs> They were snitches. And it was really oh, causing a lot of drama. It was upsetting my parents and causing a lot of tension and I was just like I can't do this so I was like I'll just go make an Instagram account um and I'll you know make it more about like my story and not talk about my parents ministry or anything else and so I literally in like one minute I was like what do I want to call it what do I want to call it and I was like what's something I think all the time and I was like Eve was framed Eve gets the blame for everything (laughs) I've hated that you know even when I was a Christian I hated that I remember you know, getting cramps or something. And my mom would be like, well, it's the curse of Eve. And I'd be like, God, shut up. Oh my God. Um, so yeah. So I, I just immediately was like, okay, cool. Let me use this. Awesome. The handles there. Let's, um, <laughs> but the, you know, where that story comes from is like a retelling of the story of Adam and Eve that I, that is, you know, I, I know a lot of atheists prefer to just be done with the Bible altogether. I found it healing for myself to kind of like retell some of these stories that were so ingrained in my mind. Um, And specifically the story of Adam and Eve. You know, I think of Eve as kind of the hero of the Bible that Mm -hmm. was the one that was brave enough to question. The one that when she was told Mm -hmm. like, hey, there's things you don't know. Do you want to find out what those are? She was like, yeah, I'll do it. And and the risk was she was told you'll die if you eat this fruit. And she was like, it's fucking worth it. If there is something I don't know, if I've been lied to, I want to know. Um, uh-huh. So and then right. she was framed and then ever since then, you know, we've been told that she which what's really funny is I do feel like Christians try to say, no, no, no. Adam took the responsibility because he's the man. But it's just bullshit. He doesn't like subconsciously. Everyone blames Eve. They absolutely do. And it's almost like they idolize Adam by saying like he took the blame because he was the man. And it's like no, that. (laughs) (laughs) But how do this works? Like yeah, god damn it. Yes. Yeah, so it's just a way to perpetuate patriarchy. Exactly. Yes, a hundred percent. That's what it is. So, Rain so yeah, I, yep. I definitely think Eve was framed. 
Yeah, for sure. It's just an interesting, stupid story, honestly, <laughs> how the, the, the omniscient and, you know, all-powerful, all-knowing God puts this fucking snake that talks <laughs> in a garden, right. and he has to have created a fucking snake, right? Yep. And, <laughs> yep. Listen. and the fucking snake deceives, and when we're talking about deceive, we're talking about lying, and lying, when someone lies to you, that is not your fault, you know? Right. It is not your fault that you're getting lied to. Right. Because you yeah. don't they know, know the truth. They didn't know yes. good, good from evil. How, how would they know, you know? Right. Ugh. How how ridiculous is that? Oh, like, yeah. really? Also, God. if you... Supposedly, Adam and Eve know nothing. Like, you know, they're like... Yeah, right. Children of God. And I work with kids. Um, that's my career. And what oh. you know about kids is... Oh, nice. Put something in the room with them and you say, don't touch it. <laughs> That is the number right. one thing to do. He's like, here's the tree. Don't touch that. You can do anything you want, just not this. And these are supposed to be mm-hmm. like people that don't know anything and they don't know, you know, right. there's right. no wrong or right and all. It, I, none of it makes sense. There's so many he, plot holes. Right. <laughs> he, he set them up to fail, basically. Yeah. And he puts the tree in the middle of the garden, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> he, he framed them, if you will. <laughs> yeah totally totally and if, if if somebody says well god didn't know what they were gonna do well then he's not all knowing yeah <laughs> totally <laughs> i hate when that gets twisted and it's like well he didn't let himself know like he's capable of like oh shut and up like, what? What? <laughs> gymnastics it takes to tell yourself that <laughs> i never heard that that excuse Which, that's uh, hilarious I'm not surprised that, yeah because that's a thing right <laughs> It they is. They pulled shit out their ass to believe it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, the story does say that he's looking for them, right? It's like, where are you? Where are you hiding? <laughs> right. Like, like, like he, the, the all knowing God doesn't know where the fuck they're hiding. Hiding you know? camouflages. Uh... <laughs> what a weird, what a weird story, honestly. Religion is weird. For sure. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, so in your region, uh, being uh, like, I'm curious, uh, cause obviously we live in different places, but, but in your specific region, being a woman and being an atheist, how, how it, has it been a struggle for you basically? Like mm-hmm. how is that experience? Well, I, so yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in the Bible belt, um, but I'm in a really progressive city. So now probably okay. oh, good. knows where I live, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a really progressive city and I'm in a really progressive neighborhood. Um, so I, in nice. a way, I feel really sheltered uh, and I love it. <laughs> so, <Yes. laughs> you know, I have atheist neighbors. I have um, neighbors of all kinds of different faiths. Uh, the churches around here, like their signs say boosters are, are the oh, wow. God, like, yeah. you know, yeah, I'm very lucky in that in a super diverse area as well. And which I think is why it's so nice. Um, so I do feel really lucky. I, there are still like lots of stereotypical Southern white families that I interact with. Right. Um, um, and okay. I, I don't feel uncomfortable. I just, I don't usually, I mean, it is very, very rare that I find myself in a situation where I'm like, hi, I'm an atheist. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the nice part is that doesn't really come up a lot. Whereas I feel like, you know, in 
yeah. the environment I grew up in, like you assumed everyone was a Christian because everyone you interacted with believed exactly like you. So, right. So yeah, yeah. I, I feel really lucky in that I don't feel like it's that big of a deal. I don't feel like I face, um, issues with that, but it's also because I happen to have a really great job where that's not an issue. I can imagine mm-hmm. it would be really difficult for someone who didn't already have those kinds of things in place, you know? Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Huh. What about you, Mel? Where you live? Is it hard being a woman and an atheist? Um, not really. I mean, everybody. Hmm. Uh, well, because I, I surround myself with like certain people because I hate people yeah. in general. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, but the people I surround myself with, they're like we're we're super chill. Like, there's no really talks of religion, and if there are, like it's it's civil. It's not like like these crazy yeah. conservatives, you know? Right. Um, right. But uh, so far, it's been super civil. But I live in like kind of a, a progressive, also uh, town. Um, even though my nice. th- the rest of my state is red, but you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so awesome, interesting. But uh, but yeah, good to know that you're you're in a safe space because that that's it. It, it can get real real dangerous r- real quick. <laughs> and yeah. I and I feel ever since Trump being in power. Um, has emboldened people to be Absolutely. stupid. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, we we I don't know if you heard recently about uh, Greg Locke. I don't know if you know who that no, is. I made a TikTok uh, about it today. <laughs> oh, you did? Oh, okay. Yeah, the, well, there you go. Yeah, the whole like we have. To, he he basically wants to bring back the the, the witch burning. Yep. And, oh, okay. Yeah, because he wow. uh, in, in one of his services he was like, yeah, there's six people that we know. Three of you uh, are actually in the service right now. We we know your first and last name. We know your ad- the addresses of one of you. <gasps> if you do anything, we'll you know basically come hunt you down. So what? Yeah, that that was fantastic. He's I'm like, awful. isn't that borderline like illegal, like terrorism at some point? Oh, yeah. Shocking. Because uh, Greg Locke, he's you said, yeah, Greg Locke. He's, he's you, you know who he is, Beth. I'm pretty sure you. I've, I've shown you him. Probably. Um, yeah. He's in I, Tennessee. No, Kentucky. Yeah. No, he's in Tennessee. Tennessee. Um. Yeah. Oh, he's shit. He's yeah. crazy. Like I, we, um, I even commented on a video where another pastor was like, "He's he's crazy. He is absolutely gone off the handle." We like we do not claim him basically, right? Um, yeah. Which I I kind of respect that you know like you you know you see crazy and you call it out, but uh, yeah. It's, it's, oh, I'm yeah. reading it right now. Yeah, I found it. Yeah, he says that God told him the names of demons. Mm. Uh, <laughs> no demons. I'm sorry, demons told him the names of witches, of witches in his church. Yeah. 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 So. That's funny. wow, and witch talk is like all over. It's like let's go pay Greg a, a visit, you know. <laughs> I'm like yes, do it. <laughs> Scare the shit out of him, you know. Oh yeah, oh, no, he's shit. he's awful, and he even I think it was a few weeks ago he preached some message and he talked about how kids with autism just have demons. Um, what? Just like shit. really scary you know lies that he's putting out there and he has a big following which is the scariest that's part. the scary part i mean and i think big i just mean for based on like how crazy of stuff he's saying it is mm-hmm. a decent following now what really concerns me he basically comes from the same kind of environment that i grew up like that whole evangelical charismatic like mm-hmm. i 
Uh-huh. I grew up with pastors and my parents and stuff. Like they fully believe in demons. They fully believe that witches would go sit in a church and do whatever he thinks is happening. Um, all kinds of just like bizarre stuff. And they talk about spiritual warfare nonstop, the same kind mm-hmm. of stuff. However, I know that there's so many charismatic evangelicals that would be quick to say, oh yeah, he's crazy. We don't, you know, we don't claim him. And right. yet they still believe these same kinds of things. The they just, It's just like a watered down version and they don't see that it's still really, really, really bad. <laughs> yeah. So no true Scotsman, really. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's like, horrible. it's like, no, we're not that crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wink, wink, you know? Right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, at what point has it become mental illness? Uh, th- that is That's just what I'm asking. outrageous. Like, I don't understand yeah. how you know? religion is not considered a, a mental illness because you you know you're talking, you're hearing voices, you're talking to basic nobody. Like I, I don't know. I just that's why I think so. I so many. I think a really large percentage of people, if they were really honest with themselves and sat down and mm-hmm. asked critical questions, because I had to do that. I thought that I heard yeah. from God. I thought all of these things. Mm-hmm. But when I really sat down and asked myself these questions, it was like, how do I know that that's not my own voice? How do right. I know that I, <laughs> how do I know it's not a different God? How do I know it's not a demon making mm-hmm. this up? You know, like it's right. When you actually start asking yourself stuff like that, you reach more logical conclusions. Um, right. And yeah, I, I, the cognitive dissonance that people have to be using in order to believe these kinds of things. I, I, I get it because I used to be that person, right. but it just takes a couple of honest questions and honest moments with yourself um, right. to reach some, some better conclusions, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like in, right. in, indoctrination is very mm-hmm very scary and very harmful because yeah. if you're so deep into it like you you will never ask yourself those questions usually right. i like I, yeah. I feel like because you how dare you question you know then you, then you don't really believe in god or you're you know god's gonna smite you right yeah the way they indoctrinate you too is to mm-hmm. basically they teach you how to continue indoctrinating yourself because they mm, teach you, like, yeah. you should be reading the Bible all the time. If you start feeling doubt, this is what you do. If you um, are feeling low, then you need to go listen to worship music. They they literally train you to indoctrinate and gaslight yourself. So it's a it's yeah. a huh. yeah. It perpetuates itself, you know. Yeah, it's a vicious vicious circle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, that is just sad. It, it is. It's so sad. I just. <laughs> Religion has fucking ruined us all. This whole, the whole society. I feel like if there was no religion, uh, humanity would yeah. be progressed a lot further than it is today. Truly, truly. But, <laughs> but no, we gotta we gotta start wars with you know my sky daddy is more real than yours. You know? uh. <laughs> but <laughs> so, in your opinion, what are some of the most toxic things about religion, or in this case, <laughs> uh, the type of religion that you grew up with? Oh boy. Um, you know, I'm sure this, my answer will change based on what I've been thinking about lately, but this week I've the toxicity of spiritual warfare. Um, and that's where you get the rhetoric. Like people have been talking this week about John Cooper from skillet, um, talking about how he's declaring war on deconstructionists. And then a bunch of Christians are quick to rush to his defense and say, Oh, he's talking about spiritual war, like spiritual warfare. Um, and 
it's literally <laughs> I said something the other day, I called it LARPing um for Christians. <laughs> because ah, LARPing for Christians. <laughs> they're just so I bored. love it. I mean, <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. Yep. yep. They're they're bored, and so it's like this thing to imagine, and they're fighting, and they talk about putting the armor of God on, and all this stuff. And I remember that being (laughs) the few exciting things that you have, and then you're like, okay, what are we actually doing? Like we're just going to our mind palace, and then doing what? (laughs) Right, like and doing what? (laughs) But what's so like so? It's hilarious. But what's toxic and scary about it is that I think that that encourages actual violent behavior and thought and aggression you know i think that's where we get things like january 6th from insurrection Mm, um is this idea that we're waging a war you know we say on the enemy but who's the enemy it's whoever doesn't think like you it's not you know there is (sighs) satan or demons it's whoever doesn't think believe the way that you believe so so that's a big one um yeah, and probably purity culture would be the next one for sure because when you control someone's okay. sexuality and control someone's romantic life and you control the way somebody views themselves, um, you're really like, what else is there at that point? You've you've got them under control. Yeah. Um, so question with about the purity culture. Um yeah. how how restrictive is it? Like I like I've always, you know, talked about it or whatever, but like I want to know, like, how restrictive is it? So you just hold hands, or is that not, not allowed? Or like, wh- I mean, what are you allowed to do? No, no. What are you not like? You know, um, as is everything else in Christianity, it is very much a choose your own adventure. So <laughs> choose your own adventure. It, it, <laughs> right, right. it depends on how you. You know, I had friends that I, you know, my parents and I would be like, oh, it's so sad. They're like, they don't know the freedom of the Lord, so they wear long skirts and they don't cut their hair because of purity uh, culture. And then I had, you know, friends that were dating and we'd be like, oh, it's so sad. They're like deceived by the enemy and they think it's okay to give their hearts away to all these men. So it, it just ranged. Like we were all yeah. practicing purity culture. It just depends on your brand. Um, mm-hmm. I grew up thinking that it was – basically I was taught that it was wrong to do anything with – someone of the opposite sex, because of course you don't ever take into account that somebody might not be uh, heterosexual. Right. Um, right. Anything with the opposite sex that you wouldn't want your future spouse witnessing you do. <laughs> I mean, he might be into it. I'm just saying. Right. Uh... <laughs> a loophole, see? That's what we would do. So it depended on like where your loophole was, Jeez. what you felt comfortable with. Um, and and for some people that meant like how you dressed and like mm. what shows you would watch and what movies you would watch and um stuff like that. I mean, I grew up even knowing like a lot of my friends' moms and my own mom were like she's since progressed since then, so I do want to clarify that. But but growing up, like you don't ride in a car, ride in the car with anybody of the opposite sex um because that's just not appropriate. Huh. Like or ride wow. in the car alone, I should clarify. So oh jeez. So it just was all over the place. And that's the thing. It was so arbitrary. It wasn't like there was, it wasn't fundamentalist Christianity where we could point concrete rules. It was much like, what is the Holy Spirit leading you to do? Mm. (laughs) Holy Spirit is a freak. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Always with adults trying to control. Because I'd be like, I don't know for doing this like why is this not allowed you know and then you do end up feeling guilty and you do end up feeling shamed because you're taught that you're supposed to 
Right. So, like, my next question, like, since you're out of the the whole church thing, has any of that, do you still feel guilt, like, when you're you're dating or doing, you know, fun stuff? Residual guilt. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Basically, when when you're sinning, do you feel (laughs) guilty? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I definitely don't. And I don't feel like I ever, like, I think that's what I felt guilt about, is I'd be like, why don't I feel guilty for this? Like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> I was totally fine. I was, and and that's what my, I would be like, well, I don't feel conviction from God on this. Um, mm. So I definitely don't. I, I think I definitely suffer still from effects from purity culture, but okay. more because of things that happened to me because I wasn't taught about consent. I wasn't taught about boundaries. Oh, I wasn't taught... Yeah. And so, and and marital consent is not a thing in a lot of Christian marriages. Like you're like, once you're married, you're in covenant together. So like you have access to each other's bodies, like, and you're supposed to be the bride of Christ. Right. Exactly. (laughs) You're like a gift to your spouse. You're supposed to be like the bride of Christ and blah, blah, blah. And oh yeah. You're also taught that if you won't give sex to your spouse whenever they want it, that it's your fault if they sexually fail, if they're immoral in other areas. <gasps> yeah. No shit. Wow. So that's wow. a lot of pressure for like a 19-year-old little girl that yeah. has hands before. <laughs> oh my God. Fuck. Yeah, but that's, that's what they... So that is fucking traumatizing. So it really yeah. Is. yeah, it is. And people have had it so much worse than I have. Like I had a, right. I would say, mild case of purity culture experiences. Mm. Um, and there are women that I am friends with now that are in, that were married for like twenty plus years, going through this daily, um, and have only just now been able to get out. So, I Fuck. yeah, I have a, a special hatred for purity culture. Yes, yeah. I'm sorry so that you went through terrible. that. Oh, thanks, guys. Thank you. Aye. Yay, therapy. <laughs> I know. I I have a really amazing therapist, and I'm so thankful for her. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, cause there's a, a, a website freedom, no, not freedom from religion, um, recovering from religion. Uh, they are yes. love therapists. Them. Yes. Yeah. Um, we, we've heard great things from them. So yeah, if any of you listening need their, a therapist, please, please check them out. Yes. Yeah, that's where I always yes. see people. Yes. Yeah. And um, yeah, they have the secular therapy project, yes. which is, I hear fantastic. Yes, yeah, for sure. Um, so being on TikTok, I'm curious, how have you received any, like being a woman and, and an atheist, this is like always a question I've always wanted, you know, I always ask, um, have you received any death threats, any, like how much hate have you received? Oh yeah. Um, a lot, so much. <laughs> which luckily for whatever reason, I'm like this weirdo where my personality is like, oh, that's funny. Like it, sometimes I've asked my students, I'm like, is it bad that this does not affect me? Like. I will get some crazy comments to where people around me will be like, are you okay? I saw that comment. I'm like, what? Should I not be okay? <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I am immune to that kind of stuff. Um, I think right. it's just, I really nice. deeply value the people that I'm close with and what they say. Like if they look at me weird, I get my feelings hurt. But when it comes right, to right. on the internet, I'm like, oh, you poor human on the other side of this keyboard that's having a rough day. I'm so sorry you took it out on me. But right, right. <laughs> yes, I get death threats. I had someone... Actually, I've had several people now say that they hope I get raped um, because I would know that God is real because then he would show up for me. Like, really crazy. I'm going to throw up. I'll be right back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yes. Um, That's gross. A lot of that. And mostly, like, the most common thing, which I'm like, you guys are so boring. Can you please do something cooler than this? (laughs) They're just like, can't wait to watch you suffer in hell. It's just always stuff about going to hell and, like, um, you know. Hope you don't like, die. Don't threaten this us like with something you don't kink, believe right? in. Like, right. like this is not, <laughs> Is Santa not gonna bring me presents either? Oh, I, I oh. Know. <laughs> it's just not like, not crazy. I, I just I'd laugh at their insults because me being a, a a fat bitch, like they call me fat. I'm like, <laughs> wait, this whole time? I I didn't know. Like, bitch, I own a mirror. I know what I fucking look like. You know, oh if, my you're, God. if you're gonna insult me, please be original. Like, the come insult. on, at least try. Yeah, no, the hatred on TikTok mm-hmm. is wild. And what's crazy is it's the Christians with like the Bible verse in their bio. <laughs> yep. <That's>, yep. <laughs> and it's usually like older people too that are just like so vicious. Like it's just like venom spewing from their mouths. It's so weird how hateful like i mean there's trolls and stuff but then there's like actual people who are christians who like have lives right. and families that are just awful and um it makes me really proud to a lot of them are kids too oh, there's yeah. a lot of kids yeah it's true it's kind of like one of the others what i see a lot of is like kids or old people <laughs> <laughs> there's no middle ground man right <laughs> I just find it so sad that there's so many kids that really, really, you know, are convinced by this and they think that way. It's just fucking disgusting. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, David Ladding. <laughs> oh my God. Fucking that guy, every time he comes up in my For You page, my For You page is so screwed up because of the. <laughs> Every time it's like a jump scare. I'm just like, why are you here again? (laughs) He's so close to the fucking camera. Just like snot all over the place. Yes, and he's crying and mouth breathing. And I I think he has to be satire. Like, I I know supposedly this is all real, but I cannot take it seriously. I really can't. Right, right. But it's it's what's dangerous is those small few who do take it seriously, and then they like basically try to be him, like that one kid that he was like maybe what like eleven or twelve, literally like a tiny version of of uh, David. Yeah, it was it was very sad. It's the one that was like atheist. What do you you have no moral? Yes, yeah, him. Yeah, how do you live? Yeah, how do you live? But I used to think that. That's what's crazy. Like when I was his age, mm. I would have thought that. And I didn't think there was such thing as an atheist. I thought everyone was angry at God. Oh, yeah. Um, mm. Just all the like typical stuff. I think that's probably why it doesn't bother me when I hear this stuff because I'm like, cool. I used to be that brainwashed too. I'm not anymore. And there's right. hope for you someday. But right now you're getting blocked. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's so sad. So sad. It is. It is. Uh, what advice would you give to somebody who's deconstructing at this time? Is there anything that you would like to tell someone? Hmm. Yeah, I think two things. Um, the first would be to not put boundaries on your deconstruction. Don't say, I'm going to ask every question, but this, this is going to be my question. Uh, um, I like that. Yeah. Cause eventually you will come back to that question 
because that's why you got to this point to begin with. You were a person that had to ask questions, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. So you just ask them all now, like get it all over with and don't put um, boundaries around what you are going to allow yourself to um, to reevaluate, like reevaluate it all. Nothing should be off limits. Right. Is what I how I would word that. Um, and the second thing would be to take your time and take breaks mm. if you need to. Like, if you don't know what you believe, if you're still figuring things out, if you um, are feeling worn out by it, this is not like what Christianity taught us, where it's life or death and you have to figure out right now and you have to say yes. Um, <laughs> you can take your time. It's all right to chill. There's so many other things to do in life and you'll figure it out. I like yeah. that. Yeah, definitely asking questions. However, it's not like we not everybody has the same privilege of being able to ask those questions. So that's yeah. that's right. a, a, a problem that, yeah. you know, sometimes they're not safe. You know, they might not be in a safe environment right. to be able to ask questions. Um, and there's not a, a good support system or any, you know, any anybody else that thinks that way that would foster that that way of thinking yeah right yeah have you found a community in tiktok i have i love my tiktok family oh, <laughs> i feel like such a weirdo saying that because yeah. a couple of years ago i was stuck in quarantine with my little sisters and they're all like making tiktok dances and i was like what is this? No. <laughs> what are you doing and now they're Same. like wait how are you the one that has a following now on tiktok and we're not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I, I love it. I've met so many amazing people. I'm going on a beach trip next week with several of them. Um, nice. it's, just, it's been really awesome to connect with people and to not feel alone. And it doesn't matter like how weird of an experience you've had. There is somebody out there that has also had it. Yes. And you, you meet them on TikTok. So. Yes. And then you start a podcast and then you can't get rid of them. Yes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, that is true. We we met through TikTok. Oh, um, that's so cool. And we started, we started a podcast. Wait. Without even meeting each is? other in person. I don't even know. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> I, I super love that. Yeah. And I think that's so important for our, like, um, for the secular atheist community, all of that, because it's not like we have church or like, right. we don't all exactly this one way of thinking. Like we do have this one giant thing in common, uh, which is awesome, but it's yes. not like we have like these speakers that we follow and this and that, you know, these theologies and like these churches and conferences to meet up at. Um, we do have the atheist, you know, <laughs> that which is cool but that's still that's the one thing that we have so so i love that we have tiktok where we can meet up and it's like oh you're an atheist ex-christian ex-evangelical you know you can find the exact (laughs) kind of Mm -hmm. it's it's and you think you're alone but you're not and there's so many people on there on there that are the same as you so yeah i've seen a lot of good support for xjw's and mormons yes yes absolutely definitely it's, it's been crazy but i'm I, like, fucking tiktok i, I hate I was gonna it say, so much i love it but i hate it it's, it's healing us but it's also traumatizing us like <laughs> i almost got banned last week my oh, back account got really? banned like oh god yeah just the dumbest stuff <laughs> literally a week oh. I'm, I'm here like i love tiktok last week i was like guys i'm getting off tiktok <laughs> That that's the, the cycle. <laughs> you know, every fucking week it really changes. Is. 
Why did you get banned? Or did you almost get banned? Um, I got... Did you show nudity? Is that what happened? Uh, apparently, yeah. I harassed and bullied um, oh, oh, conservative yeah. Barbie girl. I don't know what her name is. But I stitched <laughs> some girl. And <laughs> yeah, she asked the question. Um, let me say this better. She didn't really ask. She was like being rhetorical i guess but she mm. said like liberals why do you want a female supreme court nominee if you think that men and women are all the same anyways oh um, <laughs> wow what the so, hell right like it uh, so, go ahead uh, do what no go ahead sorry i don't know what See, for those of you who know say. my content my content is like it's really chill. I don't usually like attack people. I mean, I'll right. say things right. you know, pretty straightforward, but I'm I'm pretty nice. Um, and so I kindly responded. Yeah. I was like, "No, we actually want specifically a woman of color as the nominee, and it's because there are absolute differences between a woman mm-hmm. of color's experiences and anybody else's, and that's why we would prefer that." Exactly. So you know, I went on to explain, and I got mass reported. Oh, um, and and TikTok. I, they didn't even, um, you know, t- I did the whole appeal thing and they're like, no, this was hate speech. What? Oh my God. What? I know. So that got taken down. So then I made a backup and then my backup got banned. I don't, what? I still don't, I, they gave it back to me finally, but I, oh, good. I don't know. TikTok. <laughs> Apparently they, they, came, they recently came out with a big update like yesterday or two days ago. I don't know exactly what the update was, but yeah. Um, Maybe they the community guidelines, right? I think so. Yeah. So maybe they are being better, but I doubt it. I doubt it. I will <laughs> doubt it. Worse. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have faith in them. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, what I was going to say is like, it's sad that a woman would, you know, advocate against her in- own interests. You know, yep. it's just sad. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But that's part of, I mean, evangelical Christianity makes that so easy to do. And I'm, unfortunately, I'm making the assumption that she's an evangelical Christian because that's, most of them come from that background. Yeah, that's usually what they are. Uh, She had a Bible verse in her bio, so, you know, I gotta go. Oh, yeah, 100%. Well, there you go. (laughs) Well, yeah, Christianity teaches you to be inferior, therefore you believe it and you you act on that. Right. And, you know, young girls are taught to romanticize the idea of submitting to their husband because then he's going to like take care of them and be the dream provider and stuff, which they never fulfill their half of that deal. So (laughs) I'm not like why that, you know, has that rumor has uh, spread and been taken as truth in Christianity. But, but yeah, you're taught to, to kind of hate yourself. Like, yeah. To just yep. think that yep. you are a piece of shit and you're lucky for anything you get, you know, that tells you otherwise. Yeah. yeah. And, and I find it You're fun- supposed to be on your knees at all times. I mean... <laughs> right. You wear your knee pads. Wear your knee pads, Mel. Right. I, I, I don't need knee pads. I'm a professional. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> um, but I was, I was saying, like, I, I find it funny that these, these Christians are all about, ooh, man and woman, marriage. Marriage is fundamental. Blah, blah. But you know how many divorces these motherfuckers had? Like, oh, mm-hmm. they're the worst at marriage. Like, you are Absolutely. terrible. God. And affairs. When they're not and getting affairs, they're having right. affairs. Yeah, and all the abortions those mistresses you know have, yeah, all the abortions yep. they pay for, yeah, yep. yep, bunch of hypocritical assholes. That's what they are. It is truly 
Well, in a way, but I mean, if they're they're put into these fake relationships, you know, without really getting to know each other, what can you expect, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, even as adults, though, like fucking like these uh, mm. um, senators and congressmen, like there, there's there's a lot of out there that are like, oh, I love you. Yeah. Three months later, they're divorced, you know, like. Right. <laughs> or on Jeffrey Epstein's list, you know. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> yep god damn it well eve it's been a pleasure yes. thank you so much for being here thank we you love guys you. so much for having me i love this y'all are freaking hilarious and so fun to talk <laughs> so are you. i can't wait oh, to meet thank you, you. Oh yes gosh, i'm so, so excited. excited that's gonna be really amazing i think we're gonna do a meetup um for all of us tiktokers oh yes yeah hell yeah one giant tiktok can you imagine <laughs> oh my god we, we would get to. banned <laughs> we have to oh my gosh <laughs> and i hear that you might be going to the convention in april i am is that right i will be there <laughs> are, are you going like, like i'm all, finding all the more and more people are going this is gonna be awesome are yeah. you going like for one day or like the actual like whole weekend oh i will be there i will be okay. there the whole time and trying to plan a few things um around that so yeah for those Ooh. of you that follow me you'll see more to come hey. Some of my friends. Well, let us know. Yeah, we'll do like some book signings, some meetups, all kinds of stuff. So it'll Fuck be yeah. it'll be good times. Book signing? Do you have a book? No, 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 not for me. One of my friends. Uh, oh, okay. Yes, Dave Warnock. He's incredible. Uh, oh my god, I love Dave. We had him on the show. Fuck yeah. yeah, yeah, we had him on the show once. Yeah. Oh yay! Dying out loud, and he has yes. his book coming out, and it's gonna be amazing. So yes, that's something everyone will have to stick around for um, when they come yes. in for that weekend. And I think Seth Andrews will be there. And as Matt well. Delahunty. Like, I'm. And Matt Delahunty. Yeah. I want to be, I know, I be I melted wait. butter on the floor. Y'all have to carry my fat ass out. Like, oh my God. <laughs> uh, I love them so much. I will be filming the whole thing <laughs> when, when she puts her pants. Oh my God. <laughs> Saw that on OnlyFans. You know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you for being here. We cannot Thank wait. Thank you guys so much. Same here. Uh, where can we find you? Um, I, you know, as we discussed, I'm on TikTok. <laughs> yes. Uh, Eve underscore was framed. And I am also on Instagram. Same handle. Okay. And I just got a Twitter, which Yay. I am slowly figuring out how to use. So <laughs> bear with me over there. But same on there as well. So basically, Eve underscore was framed. You'll find me somewhere. Okay. <laughs> Consistency, you know, it's, it's so much easier to do that way. Like, I like that. Yeah, I got one thing I know how to do. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do that, but I kept getting banned. So I said, "Oh no, <laughs> this is like my seventh account, and I have an eighth account too." But just oh my you know, god, boys, but yeah, good times. <laughs> yeah, I'm on my what fourth? I think it's a fourth. Yeah, yeah. And what is Jeff on his like twenty? He just got his uh, the, the the please don't TikTok fan me or that one. He just got that right. one back. Yeah. So. Oh damn, guys! Yeah, I'm not he's... doing something right then. Because <laughs> I need more talent. <laughs> no, you are too pretty and nice. Yes. That's what it yes. is. It's it's my no, uh, like, my nice. I'm not pretty or nice, and I'm also brown. So there we go. <laughs> I think I so. Well, TikTok is not like that. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 
All right. And we wanted to remind our listeners that we do have a merch store. If you go to theburningedenpodcast.com, you can check out some awesome merch. That's it. That's it. That was the whole sentence. <laughs> wow. Um, also, if you're a simp, I mean a fan of our content and like what we do, please consider supporting us. You can do so by going to anchor.fm slash burningeden666 and clicking on the support button. We would like to thank Kayla, William, Robin, Kit, and Chico for supporting us. Woo! Yep. And you can choose a monthly amount that you would like to help us with. It could be 99 cents. We don't care. Or 350, right? It could be three, 350. <laughs> As long as you share the joy of bath and mail with your loved ones or your hated ones, whichever. Or, or both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, leave us a yeah, please leave us a yeah. spicy voicemail. Um, I need, you know, stuff from my spank bank later. Um, so, yeah, tell us how <laughs> sexy we are or how much we anger you. Or we, we, we suck. You know, I, I like a little degradation. You know, Tell us to fuck off. Yeah, yeah, Just tell yeah. us to fuck off. Yeah, tell us to fuck on or on. Either way, either way. Fuck on. <laughs> God damn it. So, yeah, so if you go to a- the Anchor website, there is a there is an option to leave a voice message. And I believe you can also do it through Spotify. Oh. And now you can rate us. You can rate the podcast on Spotify. So give us five stars or or none at all. Or, or none Either five or none. <laughs> I mean, we, we understand. <laughs> we, we get it. We get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> and of course, there's the convention on April 14th through the 17th uh, by American Atheists in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. If you go to convention.atheists.org, you will find the information for tickets and hotel oh, yeah. and whatever. We'll be there. Yes. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be wearing clothes, Probably but not. we'll but be it's there. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I know Mel will be hauling a what is it? How many gallons? Fifty-four gallon size lube. Fifty-four gallons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's needed. We're we're 50, heathens. I mean, we're not heathens for nothing. Fifty-four gallons of lube. You know, God. Yeah. Uh, it's what God wants. You know. <laughs> God damn. You can do like a pirate song out of that. Fifty-four gallons of lube. Like, fifty-four uh, gallons of lube in Mel. Fifty-four <laughs> gallons. <of lube. laughs> yes, that. God damn it! Oh my God. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Thank you again Anywho, for joining us. Hope you didn't regret yeah. it. Uh, She's like, I yeah. not at all. I hate this timeline. What is this? <laughs> all right. Yeah, thank you so much. We love you. We love yes. your content. We love what you do. Hopefully we can oh, have you again. And we would love to meet you in person for sure. Same yes. to you guys. Too I much. can't wait. Bring all the lube. Yes. Yes. <laughs> all of it. All of it. There might be some drain, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, we're going to need Gatorade too, but yeah, anyway. We got to um, hydrate. Hydrate is so important. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for today. Thank you so much. Eve, we love you. Yes. And that is what the Lord wants. Amen. 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 Amen.